Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to our big program. We are coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio. AMFM247.com on the Roku as well. 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. Selected editions will appear on iHeartRadio. And, of course, we're alive each and every day, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, and 12 p.m. Pacific. Find us each and every day at JiggyJagwire.com, J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. And we've got our good friend Alan K. Patch joining us today here on the telephone. Alan, you are fantastic. You're a fantastic storyteller. You've got a lot of information each and every week. What do you have for us this week, my friend? <laughs> hey, always great to be back on with you, Jiggy, and your audience. Yes. Uh, yeah, you know, I, you know, today I'd like to talk about something a little bit different. Uh, you know, my series is about the connections between the past and the present, and maybe even a look towards the future. So I want to talk about this. I want to talk about how we are, you know, somewhat similar as these people from the ancient world. Are we really that different? I don't think so sometimes. You kind of look at certain aspects of human nature and uh, we aren't that different. So I want to talk today about that and about the ancient oracle of Delphi. So that's what we're going to okay. do today. Yeah, you, your, your book series uh, has it, Passage at Delphi, Delphi's Chosen, all these. Uh, explain to us just what exactly this, this Delphi is. Give us details on this. You know, a, man, a lot of people have maybe heard about the, uh, the famous oracle of Delphi. And back in, back in the ancient world, people believed, I mean, they, they believed that there was divine influence in their lives. And the most famous and revered of these oracles in the ancient world was at Delphi. It's about 100 miles west of Athens, up in the mountains. And this oracle, um, you know, it went on for a couple thousand years in sort of different sort of forms, and I'll explain that. But this is where people went in the ancient world. I mean, they would travel a thousand miles to go hear what came out of that uh, out of that sanctuary, the sanctuary of Apollo and Delphi, and their predictions of the future was so respected. It got very wealthy too, Jiggy. And so let's talk about that today. I'm going to explain what happened there and what it was all about. Yeah, you you you've got a uh, you know your your book series is fascinating. You've got all these different. Uh, you know, ebbs and flows and everything, and they all tie to this Delphi. Uh, so, so give us more details here. Well, think about this. You know, why do we want to know the future, first of all? And it goes back to this situation, you know, with, with our human condition. It hasn't really changed. You know, the world, of, you know, the world around us is fraught with uncertainty. I mean, think about back then. You know, they, they didn't know from day to day what was going to happen. They were far more you know, natural forces and other, and other events that could affect their lives. If you're, if you're, say, you're a father with a family and you want to take your family on a ship and sail to a new colony, say, in the Black Sea, 
you know, you don't know what's going to happen, uh, so you go to the gods, they believe the, the god Apollo lived in this temple, or, or, you know, was housed there, and spoke through the priestess there, and so you would get this prediction of the future. What's going to happen to me if I get on this ship and take my family? You know, are we going to, is the ship going to go down in the storm? Are we going to make it there? Is it going to be successful? These and multitude of other questions were posed, uh, you know, on a continual basis at this oracle, and the people were given answers. And so that's really the basis of it. We, we have this kind of, you know, it, it's just part of human nature to want to anticipate. And so people, you know, we, we live in a world of relative safety and security, uh, you know, I mean, but people still have the same concerns worldwide. And so the bottom line is that in human nature, we want to move ourselves towards, you know, pleasure or certainty and away from pain or avoid, you know, things that uh, are hard good for us. So you just can't help that. It's just part of human nature. Yes. Yes, very much so. We have got uh, Alan K. Patch with us today. He is fantastic. He has got Passage of Delphi, Delphi's Chosen, a lot of great books. Check them out at akpatchauthor.com. That's akpatchauthor.com. Now, uh, you you wrap a lot of your stories in uh, history and a lot of different things from that nature. Uh, give us more details here on, on the topic this week. Well, here we go, Jiggy. Uh, let's go back to this issue of what Delphi was. Okay. And this is kind of a fascinating part of the ancient world. You know, it's filled with these mythologies. We, we know the mythology of ancient Greece really well I mean, because we see it in our media. Uh, we've known it from the Iliad and the Odyssey, from the movies that we saw, uh, even, you know, the, the movies that have been on recently. We, you know, we're just very familiar with the mythology of ancient Greece. But there's human truth in that. I mean, there's there's a lot of timeless truth in the in these myths. Uh, so in the end, uh, you know, we we kind of know these stories. Uh, we grew up with a lot of them. But Delphi is important because it was the most respected oracle, and this is how it happened. They believed, first of all, that that the Earth goddess Gaia, which you hear today a lot, um, you know, sort of in these New Age. Uh, uh, medicines and other things. Um, the Earth Goddess Gaia. They believe that the guy, the Earth Goddess, lived there first, and she had a son. You're going to love this one. The son's name was Python because he was a giant snake. <laughs> Isn't that amazing to think about? So this this Python lived underneath um, the ground with the Earth Goddess, and the legend is, or the myth is, is that when the god Apollo came there. Um, he shot his arrow, that's why he's the god of archery, killed the python, right, and took over the sanctuary. So this was probably representative of, you know, the different uh, forces of, uh, of people invading Greece and maybe taking over the earth goddess cultures, you know, the sort of thunder god religion people coming in and taking over. And so what happens is this giant python is rotting beneath the ground. And so they believed that the pneuma, or the gas that was leaking from this decaying body, the python, leaked up through the rocks, and then this priestess, whose name was the Pythia, based on the python, she sat there over this crevice with these fumes coming up, 
and she breathed them in, went into a trance, and essentially what she was doing was receiving the word of the god Apollo, and that's how she delivered the the oracles, the predictions of the future, and the priests would stand nearby, and they would go, well, I think she's saying this, and this is how this is interpreted. But, you know, Jiggy, the, the funny thing is, is years later, they started doing seismic studies of the area, and they estimated that probably well, what was really leaking out of the ground was ethylene gas, which is kind of a narcotic, a hallucinogenic. So there's probably some truth to it. <laughs> We've got Alan K. Patch with us today. He joins us live in our broadcast. Well, as we go, Alan, um, tell us where we can get your books and get involved with you and everything else. Well, you know, Jiggy, uh, this whole issue of Delphi, I use it in all three of my titles because in the end, the Temple of Delphi becomes something different for me. It becomes a conduit, so I can move my characters, a very mysterious kind of place. So this is a conduit by which I move my characters between the past, present, and future. So it sets up a lot of, you know, situations uh, for my characters to get in trouble. Uh, that's uh, the fun part, part for an author. You know, you get to play with these uh, different aspects of... Uh, history and and bringing it into a story uh, but they can go to amazon and look up passage at delphi it's always good to start with the first book because it is a trilogy and it follows in line yes indeed. Uh, yeah get passage at delphi on amazon that's the best place to go well good stuff well uh alan have yourself a wonderful week and we will uh talk to you next week thank you my friend okay Jiggy, talk to you then appreciate it there he goes alan k patch and uh that wraps it up here We will see you hour number two coming up. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.